Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about Valentine's Day, um, Galentine's Day if you are a Parks and Rec fan, or if you're uh, one of the single dudes or ladies out there, uh, I guess also Singles Awareness Day as well. We're going to be getting into Valentine's Day, talking about some uh, traditions around the world when it comes to Valentine's Day to hopefully broaden some folks' horizons when it comes to Valentine's Day. And just talk about some uh, some gifts as well on Valentine's Day, whether they're overrated, underrated, or just flat out ridiculous. So if you are looking forward to Valentine's Day or you're dwelling on it, this is the episode for you because uh, we're, we're taking all angles when it comes to Valentine's Day here. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And it'll be a fun one today. And I'm just going to say it right off the jump. Um, this is probably one of the few Valentine's Days where I have had nothing planned and it feels so good. So with that being said, I could not do this podcast without my good buddy and my fellow co-host. What's going on, Jared? It's up to you. I do not support singles awareness, just to be clear. If you're single, accept your accept the uh, your fate. And um, not everyone <laughs> needs a true. damn holiday. <laughs> if you need a holiday, start your own business and then make a singles awareness ho- holiday. And that can be whatever day you want it to be. And then if your marketing team is strong enough... Maybe a hundred years later, we'll still be celebrating Singles Awareness Day. The pet- pathetic people that have yet to find is that uh, any is sort that of- Jared when you uh, when you send a box wine to those uh, single friends of yours that you're worried about are getting too lonely. <laughs> yeah, so that's you can a- wallow in their sorrows. <laughs> that would be perfect. You know, that would be perfect. If someone sent me a box wine on Singles Day, I was like, this is perfect. Nobody knows me. I'm never gonna drink this. Yeah, if I had a. Um, significant other they would know i'd never want a box wine but this is what i deserve uh because no one knows me like a significant other would um yeah no i don't support the singles awareness thing because you know first of all we're already talking about how valentine's day is essentially like a manufactured corporate holiday so now we're like building offshoots of already these corporate holidays but forget True. that sorry forget that i didn't mean to i don't you just threw me off with the singles awareness i don't like that but what I really want to talk about, have you been up on the latest um, uh, airline news, Chad? Uh, I don't think so. You don't think you have been? You don't know what's been up in the... Do you know what the big four are in the airlines? No. Brands. Uh, Delta. You mean just in the U.S. or worldwide? In the U.S. Delta, Southwest... American and uh, I don't know Spirit? United. I don't know. No, United. No. Un- oh, duh, United. Okay. Uh, but you got the, the order was wrong. But those are the top four. Now there's a new number five, and you hinted really? at it. Spirit? No. <laughs> Spirit worldwide. What the hell is worldwide? Uh, no, I'm meaning like it's it's a non-U.S. company, but we're no, talking I realize about that the no U.S. Sense. We're talking yeah, about yeah. the U.S. I, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. It's okay. been a long day, Jared. I feel like oh, it has it been. Has it really? <laughs> for, I mean, for me, it has. Yeah. Well, how, I don't know what, about how, you. What, what, how so? Well, I told you I got a job interview today. Right. I had to help out a bunch of students. Had meeting upon meeting. Um, but the people don't care about that, Jared. They're here for the podcast, so let's let's keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, well, the people do care if, if we're not having the same conversation. Uh, anyway. That's fair. Worldwide. No, in the U.S. Anyway, the whatever. Is it Spirit? It's Spirit slash Frontier. They're, they've merged okay. to join one shitty alliance. Ooh. I had a good joke written, but it was got fucked up in the whole conversation. Just, I like the shitty alliance. That's, that's pretty oh, accurate, thank honestly. Thank you, Chad. Uh, yeah, so on Monday, uh, Spirit Airlines and Frontier announced plans to merge their uh, operations, bro. So the merge is valued at uh, $6.6 billion. Wow. And they are now the fifth largest uh, airline, which is why I asked you if you knew what the big four was. And like I was at the thing where about, well, here's number five. Now, do you know what number five is? Well, you do now. There's a whole thing. But you know what? I'm, I'm very good on my toes, clearly. According to the airline statement, the new joint uh, entity will focus on bringing more ultra-low fares to more travelers and more destinations across the United States, Latin America, and the Caribbean, including major cities as well as underdeserved communities. Both carriers currently fly to destinations in these regions, those regions. This transaction is centered around creating an aggressive ultra-low fare competitor 
to serve our guest even better. Spirits CEO Ted Christie said, uh, he, Ted Christie, when he said this, he was wearing um, an old band tee and cargo shorts and some old dirty sketchers that I think he uses to load the, mow the lawn in. Um, according, I'm bummed they're not Nike Monarchs, Jared. Nike's too powerful of a brand for a low cost. You know, he has to give off a certain image. That's true. That's true. It's like Nikes. Damn, those are like $100 new. But, Jared, let me ask you this, though. Who even was Spirit's competitor? Was it Frontier? Like, I don't even know what airline operates on that level of cheapness like Spirit does. Well, one of the top four airlines, uh, number three, I was a close competitor, Southwest. There's also okay. JetBlue is a low-cost airline. Those are the two I can think of, uh, think of off the top of my head. And then, obviously, those two com- competed against one another as well. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, the Southwest is certainly uh, clearly a, a competitor they're going after. And even when, uh, even when Frontier and Spirit merged, they're still not as big as Southwest. So... Um, that's clearly a big one. And then they, they've surpassed JetBlue, which is another big one. Um, you know what airline I always think of, Jared? Mm-hmm. When I uh, when we talk about low-cost uh, airlines, just because this story is so crazy? Oh, yeah. the uh, That one that closed when Don German Wings. Oh, German Wings? Isn't that the one that just, like, wasn't it German Wings or was it a different one that, I thought it was German Wings that just, like, canceled everything. Or no, it was Wow Air. That was Wow Air, I think, yeah. wasn't it? Wow! Yeah, yeah. German Wings—they did. They—they they are old school, low cost airline. But they were—they were like, uh, how do you explain it when it's like it was? That was just like Europe. Wow Air. Right. At least maybe German Wings did cancel everything at one time. I have no idea. But Wow Air was the one recently where Don's parents—they were in Ireland and they had flights on Wow Air, and they woke up that morning and Wow Air was like, "Yeah, we're we're done." So, you know, that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, this company no longer <laughs> these the cubicles are empty we have no pilot we have nothing for you so yep talk about low cost your you way. cut your cost so much that you you cut your business out of business yeah yeah you should be a businessman with that sort of genius business talk right there uh in reality the airline's average fares will stay in the same price range as before with a slightly higher baseline cost the base fare for the merch airline, according to its executives, is going to be about $54 for a one-way ticket. Last year, Spirit's average base fare was $46, and Frontiers was $39, according to Becker. Regardless, consumers will likely benefit from the, mer- uh, from the merger as it gives the, uh, them another major airline to choose from. We- Why does that? Uh, we think once combined, these two airlines can focus on adjusting their networks to give consumers a better schedule than either can alone. Ah, well, it's okay. Uh, right now, both airlines have limited service in most markets, one or two flights per day. As a result, when things go wrong, customers are forced to either wait it out or buy a ticket on another airline's. For example, Wow Airlines or whatever it was called, Wow Air. An expensive uh, solution. Uh, combining operations and resources means they'll be able to offer four or five daily flights per route. I mean, that makes sense, logically speaking. But, um, I, you know, the cynical me can't help just be like, yeah, well, that's just, yeah, of course I could see the business benefit there, especially if the prices do stay the same by joining sure. uh, by joining uh, forces and having a more broad network. Yeah. I wonder how budget they'll get. Is it going to get to the point where they take the seats off the plane and you're, you're holding on yeah, to like, like a, a railing, you know? <laughs> yeah, with the little dangly things hanging down. Yeah, yeah, like on like a streetcar or something, exactly. Well, are you familiar with the Ryanair flights? I'm clearly not. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are? Okay. I mean, I mean I've heard of them. I, I, did they have standing room? I, I heard the seats were incredibly uncomfortable, but do they have standing room well, on Ryanair? You, you've heard they're uncomfortable. What do you mean by, what do you mean mm-hmm. by uncomfortable? I've heard, I've heard like there's just like no room, although that's almost any airline unless you fly okay. business class or higher. No, they have, I don't know if it's real or not, but they were testing out these, uh, maybe it is real, I don't know, but they were testing out these seats. Have, uh, well, you're not familiar with, you don't like roller coasters. Uh, they're like half standing, half sitting, essentially, these Ryanair seats. Okay. And so, and, and so you can obviously stack more in because... Um, 
you know, you're you're not fully sitting down, so your your legs aren't fully extended out. Right. Man, that, so, that sounds like the worst way to fly right yeah, there. The official airline of singles awareness month or whatever there you it is, go. singles awareness day. There you go. Nice. Well, Jared, I have a, a quick little shout out I want to give. Um, have you ever heard of Dollywood, Jared? Yeah. Dolly Parton's Amusement Park in Tennessee. Yes, sir. Uh, so, And this comes out of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Dollywood is encouraging its employees to pursue their education. Dollywood Parks and Resorts announced on Tuesday that it will cover 100% of tuition, fees, and books for any employee. The significant investment in employee education will be made through Hershen's Grow You, a new program piloted by Hershen Enterprises' Dolly Parton's operating partner in Dollywood. The program makes it exponentially easier for employees or hosts, as they're known at Dollywood, at all levels to pursue their personal and professional dreams through education. The program launches on February 24th, 10 days after Valentine's Day, folks, if you're uh, doing the math, for all seasonal part-time and full-time employees at Dollywood Parks and Resorts. Hosts can enroll in the program on their first day of employment. Can you imagine that, Jared? You stroll into work, and then the next day it's like, all right, your boy's getting this degree. What do you mean the next day, though? Uh, you work as long as right here it says uh, you can you can enroll in the program on their first day of employment. So oh, you get I hired at Dollywood. I thought you meant first like first day at work. I thought you meant you get the degree the next day. <laughs> no, I'm like, I what? I'm like that. Homework? Oh man, and then I talk, about, talk works. about some serious accelerated learning, Jared. Yeah, um, right here though. Uh, our goal at Dollywood Parks and Resorts is to provide provide the best possible experience for both our guests and our hosts, said Eugene Naughton, president of the Dollywood Company. We know when our hosts are happy and feel cared for that they are going to pass that along to our guests, which I think is, honestly, I think that's a solid business plan. The creation of the program allows another avenue for us to care for our hosts. So I think this is great. So I just want to give a shout out to not only Dolly Parton, but everyone involved in this endeavor, because... It, it's just so crazy, Jerry, to think about how expensive education is, especially higher education in the United States. And a lot of people, you know, just can't afford it or they take on loans that they'll be paying off until their 40s, 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you love to see it. And I hope other places will follow suit. Who knows? We'll see. And I'm curious to see in a few years how this program will play out. Are you going to follow up, get back to us in a few years, let us know how it plays out? That's right. Yeah, so stay tuned, folks. Join us back on, what, 2025, 2026? We can see how these hosts from uh, Dollywood yeah. Yeah, now, are doing with our education. <laughs> now they're managers at, at the, in, the Dollywood <laughs> exactly. cub- in the Dollywood cubicle somewhere. There you go. That's Isn't that the dream, Jared, going from uh, standing outside in the hot sun in Tennessee to behind a cubicle? <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on who you talk to. That is true. That is true. Well, anyways, I just wanted to give that quick shout out today. Uh, I think it's great to see, and hopefully more places will follow suit. Well, Jared, I think you might know what time it is. Mm. I'm going to guess it's time for Untranslatables. You better believe it, buddy. It's time for Untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And we are your tried-and-true untranslatable professionals to decipher them for you. And I will get us started today, Jared. I want to do a little German test with you because let's be honest, Jared. The um, you know it is the most agreed upon opinion around the world that German is clearly the most romantic language in mm-hmm. the entire world. Uh, so we're going to get started uh, with some German untranslatables. And my first one for you today, Jared, is um, "Wieder die Liebe ist kein Kraut gewachsen." And this Vita isn't like Vita again, but actually against. So Vita die Liebe ist kein Kraut gewachsen. So is that the same word used in multiple different ways? Uh, it's Well, no, it's spelled differently. It's uh, W-I-D-E-R and Vita again is W-I-E. Okay. Slight difference. I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect a W-I-D-E-R spelling. Right. Um, could, could you, sorry, could you say it again? Mm-hmm. Wieder die Liebe ist kein Kraut gewachsen. Uh, against the love is kein 
it, it, it was there's no um Gavaxin is born uh grow grow oh without love um sorry now i'm getting it all mixed up say it one more time one more time <laughs> wieder die liebe ist kein kraut gewachsen okay without love no uh cabbage can be grown um against yeah, yeah. or uh, no coal coal is cabbage isn't it i don't kraut know what you say be, kraut? Um, what's kraut i don't know uh sauerkraut is, <laughs> i don't know what the hell what is kraut is, what actually is the translation for kraut because i'm yeah i'm used to sauerkraut uh, oh no you're right cabbage you're very right good sir cabbage or, sh- or it could also be herbs that i was right very shocked um but i'm used to hearing blumenkohl for um cabbage because isn't that also cabbage why so right why didn't you figure this out beforehand here, oh blumenkohl is um cauliflower uh clearly i don't know my vegetables in english or in german Jared. why didn't you figure out this beforehand instead of telling me no against when I was love right. you're like no no let me, against let me love is no pod. cabbage or herbs grown against love is no cabbage so is is that without mm-hmm. love uh i guess you could say that yeah it's just like for you have to put in the time and effort for things to uh, for to succeed essentially, for things to flourish. Uh, nope. Yes. This, no. This I'm right. more this more so has to do with. Um, you, you've been in love before, haven't you, Jared? No. Well, if you would have Never. been in love, do you think there is? Um, I mean, can you can you really do anything about it? Uh. Um. I can't even under. I don't even understand that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, was uh, uh, what does that have to do with the untranslatable? <laughs> what is just like I'm unconditional to get you to love? Out the meaning of it. Uh, also, not not quite. Well, I can't control. So if my you have uncon- I'm in love I'll, I'll and I can't control you. it. Thanks, thanks. I'll give it to you. What it, what it really means though is there's no cure for love. Mm. There's no cure for love. Okay. There's no cure. Can you say the literal again? The, in, the English. The English. The English. Uh, against love. Um, uh, it's, it's weird. To tra- I can't translate this word for word. Hold up. Against love, um, no cabbage or no herbs can grow. Do you think it's impressive for us to watch you uh, uh, translate these live? <laughs> Why don't no. you just write down no. the translations? Well, this website didn't have the translations. All it has is the German and then the meaning. All right. My next untranslatable is uh, Arabic, specifically from Lebanon. And it's Baselto slash Baselta, depending on who you're talking about. Marua. His onion, his or her onion, is burned. <sighs> hmm. That doesn't mean like your goose is cooked, does it? Do you know anything about uh, sautéing onions? I mean, can it make... Well, chopping them makes you cry. Does sautéing them make you cry as well? I mean, I, it could, I guess. That is, But that's not what I'm getting at. I don't think sautéing okay. onions is no... So no is the answer. No, you, okay. Yeah, don't pull a chat here, Jared. So you don't know anything <laughs> about sautéing onions? I mean, doesn't it make them smaller? Uh, no? I guess so. But no, I don't know anything about sauteing so. onions. No. I guess so. No, keep guessing. This You're is the one fun. who gives me shit for no cooking skills. You should know I don't know this, Jared. Have you never sauteed in onions before in your life? Well, clearly no. not. Jesus Christ. No. How is that possible, bro? Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's shocking. Okay. Um, have you ever cut an onion before in your life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd you cut it for? I was helping my parents in the kitchen. Okay, then you handed it off to someone more capable of holding a skillet, you know. Exactly. That makes sense. I mean, if I were, if I were your parents, I wouldn't trust 28-year-old you at home with a skillet over a hot stove. That could be very dangerous. Dangerous. Very really, dangerous. Really, that's something you should start doing at 35 or so. But to be honest, I had some pretty some parents that were, you know, they were pretty negligent. Let's be honest. The CPA, CPS should be called on a few occasions. They let me use the stove around like 14, 15, and that was just ridiculous. Crazy. So if you're sauteing onions, Chad, what you want to do 
is you want to have the heat on. Uh, okay, well, if you're not gonna listen, see, this is how you. This is why you don't know how to saute. I need you to. I, sorry, I could see you weren't listening, and I don't want to waste my time I, with this I, explanation. I glanced at my screen and I, and I adjusted can't afford my that level. What of, the fuck, bro? I can't afford. I that am level listening of, to you. What the level fuck, of dude? Lack of focus. Okay, if you're sauteing onions, what you need to do is you want to have the oven. Uh, excuse me, the skillet the at about medium, low medium. If you do, if you put it just on high. And throw the onions in there; they'll burn before you even get to the point of like softening them up and, and sautéing them. So you gotta you okay. gotta do it slower and move them around a lot. If they stay in the same place, they'll also burn. Um, okay. So that is how you sauté onions. So if someone's onions has bur- have burned, you could assume they didn't move around or it was too hot. And if it's too hot, that person is. What do you think that person is trying to do if they, if they have the have it too hot and they're trying to saute onions? Thinking about the untranslatable, this person burned their onions. They they made a mistake. Okay. And they're trying to make things right? No, they're trying to make it Well, no, they're trying to rush the process and they were very impatient. Oh. Is this related to like relationships or something? No, this is related to cooking onions. Okay. It, all it means is someone is very impatient if they burn the, the onions. What I was getting at is if they burned it, then you could, you could assume that the heat was too high. So and they, they cooked were impatient. Them, so they, why you cook them too quickly. And then if you try to cook sure. them too quickly, you'll just burn them. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like that one. How do you say it again? His or her onion is burned. No, the, the Arabic. Oh, basel, basalto basel, slash baselta, his or her. Uh, burned, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what that means. Basalto, basalta, mahrua. Okay. Nice. My next one for you, Jared, is Spanish. And it is de punta en blanco. Mm. On white tip. On the tip of my tongue or something like that? On, on white tip? Nope. You might be on white tip, Jared, if um, on my last nerve. If you have a very no, no. Okay. You ha- you might be on white tip if you have uh, on the tip of if my. You tongue. have a lady who uh, really enjoys uh, the finer, more lavish things in life, and you might take her to a fancy dining establishment, and uh, before you get there, Jared, you might be on white tip. Nervous, sweaty. That's what I would be. Sweaty. Is that the? Is that what it is? <laughs> talking too much (laughs) no no this is something that you should do like if you go to like a fancy dining like spot oh it's a white tip oh to be on your best behavior uh no not quite it has to do more with looks more with looks to be on white tip to be dressed to the nines whatever that means there we go yeah that i don't even know what i like that one yeah dressed to the nines look like a million bucks that's Mm. another one right yeah I i believe uh Ludacris has a song talking about him looking like a million bucks. My next one is untranslatable. Uh, Rus- My next untranslatable is Russian. How's your Russian these days? Can you still read Ooh, some uh, Russian? Uh, I see you sent it. Dot uh, zub. Uh, wow, very good. Very good. Do you know what that means? Something about a tooth, I think. Because zub wow. is also tooth in check. Wow. This is so Look at that, Jared. Connecting impressed. languages. It's almost like we do a podcast about foreign languages yeah. and do over 300 episodes with untranslatables. Anyways, yeah. continue. I, mean, that I can't read Russian. That's translated. Uh, to give somebody a tooth. Oh, to give someone a tooth. Yeah, I give you my tooth. Um, I'm giving you my tooth. That's soup. Is, is that like to like give, give somebody the business, give them a hard time? I'm giving, no, I'm giving you my tooth on this one. Um, we have a... Doing the best I can? We have an untranslatable that involves a different body part. And you'd be saying this to someone in a relatively serious situation. Or a serious Give. situation. I'm giving you my tooth. And then we do a, a Carl Weathers, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, give, I, I give you my word? There you go. Okay. The untranslatable. I'll give that to you. The untranslatable I was talking about mm-hmm. with the body part was cross my heart. Oh, but that yep. means to give yep. someone your word, so you got it. Sure, yeah. 
Isn't that like a longer saying, like like cross my heart and hope to die or something yeah. like that? Isn't there even more Stick than that? Stick a needle in my yeah, eye or something, <laughs> something ridiculous yeah. like that. What's that from? Oh, cross my heart, funny. hope to die. Stick a needle I think in it's, my it's eye. Like a, I think it's like a kid's rhyme kind of thing. Probably that's like I promise. That's like a pinky swear. Right. Exactly. I remember there exactly. was a part of my um, childhood for whatever reason I, I didn't. I wasn't on board with the pinky swears. Like elementary school, I'm like, nah, mm. I can't make these promises. It's, Those are real bad promises. Dude. Those are real badass. That's right. I'm like, nah. That's right. Listen, I'll do my best, but I'm not gonna pinky swear on it. Make me sure. I, sure. You know, like, come on. Now We're you're gonna make me a liar. This into a level, it's too far. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I got one more for you, Jared, and the last one is German, and it is Pech im Spiel, Glück in der Liebe. Unluck in in the game, luck in mm-hmm. life. Uh, Liebe. Oh, and love. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the weird thing about this one, Jared. I've actually heard this one both ways. So I've heard Pech im Spiel, Glück in der Liebe. And I've heard Glück im mm. Spiel, Pech in der Liebe. I see. Um, so I'm not sure if this one's an interchangeable one, but I think regardless, the meaning is still the same. Um, but yeah, so lucky at cards, unlucky in love. Spiel is cards? Yeah, like a Kartenspiel. Oh, Spiel's not just game? Well, I think here it's kind of implied that the Spiel is like a Kartenspiel. Like, it's so one of those idioms I, where... Why like, should I believe you when there's no translation? I could be right, too. It could just be games, couldn't it? Well, that is why literally you so confident? what the... Tra- <laughs> well, because it seemed like it was a legit website, but maybe it's not. You're making me second-guess <laughs> oh, myself. Oh, so they do have an English translation. Not a word-for-word one, though. Okay, uh, okay, but they sort of like explain what they're talking about. Yes, I gotcha. exactly. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. It was the same website with my first untranslatable. So that's I got gotcha. you. I thought maybe it was just like I, I didn't. I thought maybe there was no sort of translation, and I'm like, well, how are you so confident? <laughs> <laughs> and if you were, and I, I was willing to hear you out. Maybe there's something I don't know, and I was, I was, but um, but I got gotcha. you. They they were saying there in the description. I thought you were like, no, 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 no. We all know Spiel is automatically a card game, which maybe it is. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so but it's still they're getting at essentially luck in the game, unluck or unluck in the game, luck in love. Other way around, but yeah. Lucky at cards, unlucky in love, or or unlucky or sorry, lucky at the game. If you want to use Spiel as the game, yeah, I like, unlucky in love. I like the game. I, you know, I've been watching a lot of The Wire recently. They talk a lot about the game. There you and go. The Wire. Lucky at the game, unlucky at love. I mean, is it as obvious as it seems? You know, I'm, which would be what? It almost, I almost picture like a, you know, like one of those noir films, or mm-hmm. I was like, you know, another dame in the bed. Couldn't remember her name, but you know, what difference does it make? Next thing you know, I'd be out down the streets again <laughs> looking for a new one. Just another night, just another dame, you know, something like that. Or I was like, yeah, oh, no. I'm lucky at the, no. oh, I've always been lucky at the game, but never lucky at the love. Oh, I've been good with the cards, okay. but the cards were, get, yeah. have played me You're wrong. getting warmer. You're getting warmer. Okay. So what does that mean, Jared? Is it possible to be lucky at the game and lucky in love? Yeah. No, is what you want me to say. Not according to this saying. Uh, yeah, not <laughs> I according can tell to this saying. No, least. is what you want me to say, but I feel like the answer yes. is yes. I want to say yes because that's what I feel like. Yeah, of course you could. But I, but I could tell you wanted me to say no. So yes. it was just like, um, you're just comp- unlucky at everything. Uh, n- not quite. N- no. I mean, you're lucky. You're lucky at the game, Jared. But you're not lucky at everything. So what does that mean? Um, you just, life is all live at a chance. It's all chance. It's all chance. Nope. Nope. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, you, uh, you can't have it all. You can't be lucky at the game and lucky in love, Jared. You got to pick one. Mm. And apparently this, this saying actually stems back from, and this is why I think spiel is actually a card game. Uh, so maybe I should have shared this with you earlier. Sorry for being a terrible, untranslatable supporter here. Um, but basically, what I what I read about this one is that like people used to say like if you if you're in love, you shouldn't gamble because you can't be lucky at both. Mm. Like you can't be lucky and find love, and also be lucky at the card table when you gamble. That really is spoken like someone that has a gambling problem. 
It's like, no, maybe you just can't <laughs> keep. That's true. You maybe you just can't keep a relationship because you have an addiction issue <laughs> that needs to be that's worked true. out. It's a way to justify your gambling, exactly. What, well, yeah, of both. course I can't keep a keep a wife. <laughs> yeah, because you have, can't have both. Because you keep losing your rent money every Loan month. Sharks uh. coming in trying to break your legs <laughs> yeah. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that might be why you can't keep love. Uh. <laughs> yep, yep. No, yeah, no, no. Every time you cross it. the corner, that's Tony's looking at you, and that's definitely yep. not it. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be it, <laughs> right? Keep telling yourself that, okay? Exactly, <clears throat> exactly. Well, Jared, what do you think? Is it uh, time to discuss Valentine's Day? I think so. I it's think that so. time of the year, man. Yeah. Yet another corporate holiday manufactured to get us to uh, buy some shit. Speaking of that, dude, I remember when I was in school. I don't know if you did this, yeah. um, did. especially probably not in Catholic school. But did you did you hand out Valentines where you I had mean, to like give cards to all your classmates? By the time I was in Catholic school, I guess I did for one year in sixth grade. But other than that, it was 11th and 12th grade at an all boys school. So we weren't handing out um, Valentines at that point. But... Um, I did do it in elementary school, yeah. When I, yeah, at Cedar okay. Crest, we did the, and uh, it was just like on at the side, like the beginning stages of you have to give them to everyone, and so you'd go right. and you'd buy whatever theme you you you're interested in, whether it be Hot Wheels, Barbie, Mario, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, mm-hmm. um, uh, SpongeBob, uh, Dexter's Rocket Lab. Power. I remember I had some Rocket Power Valentine's Day cards back whatever in the day. Whatever hot cartoon you're at, Looney Tunes, whatever was the hot yep. cartoon at the time or the hot toy, that would be uh, licensed as a Valentine's Day. I hope I hope you trans, I hope uh, our love transforms into something bigger or whatever, you know, and then there's, and there's Optimus an Optimus Prime, Prime card or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. <laughs> We're on the same page. We got there the we same. Go. Yep. Did, we, did we get the same Valentine? <laughs> Probably and, sounds uh, like in ninety in ninety nine, right? Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I remember those, and they they were like little pieces of cardboard that just fold like, I don't know, what what, what do you say that size with like a two inches by two inches, and they just fold over, and you yeah. like tape some sort of shitty yeah. candy to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of, well, since we're talking about it, speaking of the candies, what are the V Day treats that come to your head? Dude, the first one, and I loved it when I lived in the Czech Republic because I did a Valentine's Day lesson over there. Is that where you whip little kids and, uh, or whatever and tell them that they're uh, naughty? That's Easter. Uh, oh, right. Of well, course. that's Easter. Of you course. don't whip little kids. but <laughs> I believe you do, don't you? No, you, you whip the ladies in the Czech oh, Republic. Right, and folks, right, right, I'm right, not right. crazy out there. The word is pomlaska. Right. That's the Czech word for the whip. And Google it. Czech Republic. Oh, Easter, you know why I got it confused? Because be I remember one of your coworkers' kids gave you one. And I'm like, did you yep. whip that kid? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, just wait, Jared. Easter's not that far around the corner either. We could do an Easter episode and talk about that again at some point. But, um, but no, dude, when it comes to Valentine's Day candy, the one that I loved to talk about with my students, um, and even with some of my students, we did an activity with this where I showed them the candy hearts. Yeah, that that's tastes the like what I would imagine if you ate chocolate or, yeah. or chocolate, chalk, sweet chalk, like chalk for a chalkboard. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, and salt, uh, but th- it's like salt. Um, like what do you call it when what they do with the cocaine where they add shit to it? Uh, oh, they cut it. Yeah, there we go. Chalk cut with sugar is what it is. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. But the funny thing was though, Jared, is what we did in one of my classes because it was. Uh, I think that semester I was teaching a, a couple of seniors and they were basically like, like the teacher that I was working with, she told me, she's like, they're so busy preparing for their exams. Let's just do something fun. So I literally Jared, printed out um, a Valentine's Day heart, like shaped candies, mm-hmm. and they wrote their own custom Valentine's Day in English to their classmates. Like, it was hilarious. Like they would write stuff like you with such beautiful eyes and they'd, and this was a class of like all dudes too, because this was a technical high school basically. So what are some of the, um, it was just so funny. What are some Mm -hmm. of the little messages you remember on some of those hearts? Be mine. That was a big one. Yeah. For some reason, that was the one that was top of my head too. I don't know why. Yep. Be mine. Um, what other ones? Uh, um, Let's see. Also be my Valentine or no, that's probably too long of a text for those little candies. Let's see. Love you, L U V, and then the letter U. Okay, yeah, I could see I that. I, saw... I could see that. Yep, yep. They were not good. Uh, kiss me. Not only were they not good, 
but they mm-hmm. went stale real fast. And then when they I, went, bro, I think they're stale when you buy <laughs> them. Well, I don't that, think they go stale. <laughs> they go from stale to rock solid. Mm-hmm. You know those videos online where people like use ramen to like fix a car bumper or whatever. They right. could do those with candy hearts too. Like I could fix my oh, deck, for sure. <laughs> my cement yeah. deck oh, or whatever. Sure. Build a house with fucking candy, <laughs> okay. uh, candy hearts. I think the ones I found were not the right <laughs> ones. I found a uh, fart booby. Uh, <laughs> I don't think those well, are that's the, ori- the thing. Now it's I don't become think those a are the originals. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, here well, we go. Now it's Miss become you. a novelty. Oh, but okay, these yep. aren't the, these mm-hmm. aren't the originals either. Text me. That's not one of the originals. <laughs> well, not when we were kids. No, but I'm trying to find the originals. But I, all I find is these. Right. I can't find a serious this like picture of uh, real ones. They're all like, uh, oh yeah, okay. Best day, first kiss, I love you, smile. So you can't do it. You charm me, dear. Uh, all mine. All right. They were shitty pieces. I I, I ate them as a kid. I, I think I have enough self-control now where even if they were put in front of me, I'm not eating those. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Those things those things are gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They're it's like so worse funny, though. Like, that is definitely... <laughs> saying something. Yeah, yeah. It would, it's like if you take a Smartie and just get rid of all the flavor and goodness from it. <laughs> there you go. There's your Valentine's Day heart candies. More. <laughs> right. You know it is my go-to, though, uh, Valentine's Day candy. Well, What's it's that? not really Valentine's Day, but Reese's Hearts. I mean, I love mm. Reese's in general. Reese's, Reese's, however the hell you say it. Well, all Those the Reese's of... Hearts on Valentine's Day are fire. All the popular... That's just a Reese's, just in the shape of a heart. Right. All the popular right. candy companies, like there was like a, like a holiday or like a Valentine Snickers and and butter and all of that shit. But you know what I remember is that specifically a V Day thing that's not like just like a rebranded sort of reshaped, a box of chocolates. Yes. The heart box. Yes, yep. which is almost to me, and I'm not even exaggerating, just as bad as the candy uh, candy hearts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a full box of it's, 12 mm-hmm. chocolates, there's probably one where I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. The other ones where I'm yep. like, I don't yep. I don't need this. <laughs> the most awkward ones is like if you if you bite into it and you don't like coconut and it's just one of those that's filled with coconut. I do like coconut. But even still, I'm, I'd probably be like, mm, it's still just okay. I'm not a huge, I, I don't know. I like right. coconut, but I, I don't know. I have a weird relationship with coconut. But yeah, the 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 box of candy is always or the like of assorted chocolates is always like who likes these, right? You know what I do like. I think it's just a tradition. What do you like, Jared? The turtles. Is that a Valentine's thing? Oh, the turtles are great. Or is that? I don't, I don't know if that's it? a Valentine's thing. But if we're talking, I don't think so. But yeah, but those I do like those. Are great. I do. Like Isn't those. that like with like uh like pecans or something and like caramel? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like all mixed up in the middle, and it's like sort of in the shape mm-hmm. of a little mini turtle. D- oh, dude, when you were a kid, did you ever get those like ladybug candies for Valentine's Day? Was that like the caramel and the chocolate, and it's like a what a ladybug candy? And it's yeah. shaped like a ladybug. I don't know oh, if yeah, I know dude, what you're talking I, I'm, about. I'm pretty sure those were Valentine's Day candies, mm. um, and they are uh, delicious. I used to get those as a kid all the time, all the time. Um, but yeah, but I don't yeah, know if I mean, I'm familiar with those. I, I'm looking at it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah, I had to go to. This is the problem with the internet these days. You actually have to like work through. Like, I don't want to see the Etsy DIY version. Just show me the damn right. original one in the aluminum. I, but I find. Right. And then if you find a homemade <laughs> one, Jared, it's going to be their life story before it even talks about the recipe. Ah, uh, 1994. <laughs> <laughs> right when Susie didn't give me a Valentine's Day, so I decided to learn how to make homemade yeah, scroll, ladybugs scroll, scroll, and scroll, hand scroll, them out scroll, to scroll, everyone. Scroll, yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> right? In 2010, exactly. and I thought, ah, 1994. I want to recreate that moment. <laughs> but yeah, right. yeah. Um, those are the honestly. Do you have any other ones? Because the candy hearts and the assorted chocolates are the big ones to me. Oh, I guess oh, the, and the and it's. Why why is it Jared that we allow well the answer is capitalism and money actually but why yes. is it that we allow such terrible gifts to become like a tradition right like who who thought it was a good idea to give out those like chalk tasting candy hearts or the assorted box of chocolates that you like one or two of them mm-hmm. I could think of so many better gifts to give your significant other or your loved one than either of those things it's just powerful marketing you know yeah. I, I I've I, I've experienced marketing 
in my life in like marketing like uh, departments and one key that that you'll find across all industries is consistency and Mm -hmm. and i and 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 it's just it's just been like a consistency of messaging for literally over uh over a century because i looked up i looked up what company is responsible for put it for for bringing valentine's day upon us in such a way hallmark of course of course i should have known without even having to google google it right and when as soon as i saw it i'm like duh when do you think they first started mass producing valentine's cards oh that's a good question i know when did they start mass producing valentine (laughs) i'm sure you do let me take a stab at (laughs) it no i want you to please uh, Oh, I wonder if it. Well, I mean, Valentine's Day. I feel like has been around forever. Was it during our lifetime, or was it sooner? Or, or sorry, later. I'm sorry, those are the only two options. You mean earlier? <laughs> earlier. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was I told you, it's been a long day, dude. <laughs> it was definitely. It was, was it during our lifetime, or was it when we were like 14, 15? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, once you become a teenager, yeah. Um, no, it was way, it's way before us. It's before your parents, too. I would say then the 70s. It's before your parents, too. The 50s. When your, your dad was, was alive in the 50s, Chad. Yes, but well, yeah. Um. Jesus Christ. I don't know, the 20s? The 30s? I I have no idea. You're getting closer. You're getting closer. It was 1913. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Valentine's Day forever changed. When Kansas City-based uh, firm Hallmark began mass-producing Valentine's Day cards, listen here, That's, woman. Oh man, I want you to be mine. <laughs> you see, come here, and I won't slap you around today. You see, because I love you. You see, that was the first card and I was do the reading. Guys it. refer to their friends as as sport as well. No, they're not. You, you think that, they're giving Valentine's Day cards to? It is interesting, though. Uh, you think they're giving Valentine's Day cards to their dude friends back then? No. It is no, interesting, though. No, but they're though, talking about... Mm-hmm. It is interesting, though, to think about um, people in, in, in the 19-teens or whatever, uh, like people in relationships expressing love to one another. I'm, I mean, uh, it happened, sure. You know, there are instances, we have literature instances way before said time of people expressing love to one another. So it's not, but it, for some reason, it's so interesting to me to think that like in the 19 teens, uh, like a man was going up to a woman and like, you know, like letting his heart out and being like, this is right. how I feel about you. Here's some uh Yeah, I don't pick I, I candy don't picture hearts. that. I have a hard time picturing that. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't it's almost uh, yeah, but it's like but there are examples of that happening way before that. Why is that so hard to believe? No, wait a minute though, Jerry. People have been no, loved wait for a, a long time. Wait a minute. I just I just thought of something. Maybe that's why the greeting card biz got so big was because dudes were like, I don't want to pour my heart out, I want to just mm. buy some generic card. It's easy, Men. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you could have your uh, your secretary pick up your uh, pick up a card for my wife or whatever they do. And, exactly, and, um, exactly. Mad Men. Um, I, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. They're like, yeah, that would be an interesting marketing, you know, marketing campaign because obviously you got the first couple years or the first probably for a while you have to like actively sell it. Now it's, I mean, they still have to sell it, I'm sure, but. Um, you know, it is weird going into a, a card section, although sometimes my parents, they, I mean, not for Valentine's Day, but for holidays, they give out the e-cards and sometimes I'm like, what's okay. even the point? Like, pff, right. I don't know. It's like, uh, uh, what's the point of the, uh, what's the point of cards? Who are we fooling at this point? Anyway. Right. Do you, can, can you think of any other candies besides for just like, uh, you know, I'd say every popular candy probably has some sort of valentine's branded version of it i because i did i wonder mm-hmm. i wonder how like edible arrangements does on valentine's day i bet you they probably get a slew of orders that's like oh, the yeah. fruits that they put in like looking like a bouquet and shit yeah you know mm-hmm. I, i'd be I could see that fucking annoyed at anyone that gave me an edible arrangement i'd be like what the hell well, am i supposed half, to do with half this? those fruits are gonna go bad yeah like, i can't eat all these fruits yeah, well, yeah. i live by myself well i'm gonna eat I mean, you know, two pounds of fruit in the day. I have a day, essentially, <laughs> to right. eat this. 
Um, another I guess one, you could freeze it, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, a lot of smoothie materials. Perfect. This is just what I was looking for. Uh, another, this is not a food, but a V-Day treat. I put it in my V-Day treat section is the roses. That's the, that's the popular Valentine's Day. Uh, Dude, so overrated, in my opinion. What do you, is the roses specifically or flowers? Roses. I think flowers are fine, but roses, I mean, not if one you're going to buy flowers. Your- if you're gonna buy your Valentine Jared some roses, mm-hmm. you might as well buy her the fucking Valentine's Day chalk heart candies and the fucking <laughs> box of chocolates as uh, well so because you're so unoriginal. Yeah, I see. Oh, it's incredibly cliche. I see. You know, and and I will say this, and listeners out there, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think ladies appreciate authenticity and originality a lot more mm-hmm. than just some generic. Like, I'm going to get you roses like every other person who's been your Valentine. Because that is like the de facto go-to flower, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, yeah, it is for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, you, you do make a great point because every relationship I've been in, it's, it, it's like um, this idea of like taking someone, taking your significant other out on Valentine's Day or getting them like those generic roses or or the box of chocolate has never been um that's never been needed but there has always been some sort of need for some sort of like sign of a of a of extra affection or like outward affection like some sort of effort has to be put in that that day whether it's like i'm gonna make dinner we're gonna sit down and have this nice dinner made together or whatever Mm -hmm. um you know whatever it might be See, i like that idea that's usually I've done that a, I've done that a few times because I'm pretty good at cooking, and um, right. the and, and n- n- no I don't care I don't know what relationship I could be in that could convince me to go to a restaurant on Valentine's Day. I, I'd feel yeah, like no. I feel like the ultimate sucker, like the the oh, for e- sure. even if you celebrate quote unquote Valentine's Day, but like on the twelfth or the sixteenth or something like that. Um, and it's like, yeah, we'll go out for a nice dinner to the same restaurant that we would, but not on Valentine's Day. That feel it feels like right. Sucker's Day. Waiting, well, and, waiting and, in the Valentine's lines. You yeah, have a reservation, yeah. but you still got to wait 25, 30 minutes anyway. It's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Well, and here, here's the other thing about Valentine's Day, Jared. I think the key for Valentine's Day is you want to do something intimate with your partner. And I don't mean that just in a physical sense. Um, I mean that, you know, going to a crowded restaurant, to me, it's not very private. Yeah. You know, like if you make food at home with your partner, like you can watch whatever you want, do whatever you want. You can be in your comfy Valentine's Day. Here's a good idea, Jared. You know how much I love giving gifts. If if I had a lady right now and we were celebrating Valentine's Day mm-hmm. uh, and we'll just pretend in this hypothetical scenario, Jared, that I can cook because we both know I can't cook for shit. So you're uh, giving me a scenario where you're going to cook PB and J's. You're going to give me a scenario where you're going to cook if for I was her cooking. right now. Yes. Okay. So here, let me let me give you let me give you like I think like a good original kind of maybe fun Valentine's Day idea. Okay. Way better than buying her roses or going to a restaurant is you make a meal together. You get her some like goofy like Valentine's Day pajamas or something. So you both lounge around at home. You're comfortable. You know. You decide on what kind of movie you both like. So if you're into comedies, you watch a new comedy, you're into action, you watch like, so it's very custom tailored to you and your partner, right? Whereas like just doing something like going to dinner or buying them roses. I mean, that's not really that it's not like very specific to the person. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what makes giving someone a gift so much more special. But the irony is is because there's thought into it. Mm -hmm. You're giving a scenario that's not very specific to you because you're not cooking for anyone. So what would you do? Oh, that's because I, I'd be ordering takeout for us. Okay. Our favorite restaurant, we're getting takeout. Sure, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, I just think a lot of the cliches for Valentine's Day, it's just so overrated. It's not original. Um, I'll say Let me ask you this, though, Jared. Mm -hmm. I have no problem. uh, Then you can ask me this in a second. I have no problem with the idea of Valentine's Day in general. Um. You know, I don't like the corporatized version of it where you have to go out to dinner or buy the, you know, the candy hearts and shit. But I think the idea of 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 sort of being forced to express your love in an extra manner 
uh, is is a healthy exercise, especially since it's probably at least I mean for me personally, but I imagine for many couples, it's something that 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 could be uh, could be lacking, you know. Uh, especially if you've been in a relationship mm-hmm. for a long time, expressing your your love, you know, you might get into a rut or get comfortable and not, you know, not feel the like you need to uh, express that as oh she knows or oh he knows how I feel. We've been together for blah 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 right. years, so I think that uh, I have no problem with the idea of a val- uh, of of um, a day to of, profess uh, your yeah, love uh, for of one celebrating. Another? A Valentine's sure. Day esque day with with a significant other. I think that that is a very healthy exercise to do. I agree with you, but let me ask you this now, Jared. Mm-hmm. What is a good Valentine's Day gift for a guy? Because I feel like a lot of the gifts that we've been talking about, like flower, I've never gotten flowers on Valentine's Day. I have gotten chocolates before. Yeah, but like, what is like? It's correct me if I'm wrong here, Jared. But to me, it really seems like a lot of the gift giving is very kind of female-centered when it comes to Valentine's Day. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, um, I know you'd expect for me to disagree with you and be like, uh, you manosphere Well, jerk. no, I'm asking you. I'm an open book. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, I think, sure, of course, because, you know, this is, a, this, as, as I mentioned earlier, you know, this is a corporatized holiday that started back in 1913 uh, with, and back then, I imagine, and you know, you don't have to go that. You don't even have to go anywhere close to that far back for this to be the reality of the time. But definitely, all the way back then, the especially businesses, the the style of relationship they were almost exclusively selling. I'm sure, if not just exclusively selling, was the you know the straight male female, probably white. You know, but but even besides the race part, just the straight male female couple was what they were selling. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think just that, that, that is definitely ingrained into the holiday because that, 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 that's probably how it, be, how it began is, is that sort of uh, expectation of that being the relationship when the, uh, from the beginning. So, yeah, for sure. Right. I've never. Yeah. Now, I, I, and I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying I don't care. There got to be better feeling words for 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 how one feels about such a thing but generally i feel like i don't care (laughs) about getting valentine's day (laughs) gifts but i guess i can as i mentioned before i can recognize the benefit of sort of expressing one's love in an extra manner on Mm -hmm. on whatever day that might be so that's why i feel like my solution is the best period of not just the the cooking of the meal thing, but but it's a it's a teamwork thing. It's not just like yeah, doing I'm, something together. D- yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, I absolutely. I mean, that's mm-hmm. and and I also just include in the staying home because it's like there's nothing romantic to me about waiting in lines, bumping it, Mm-mm. bumping through people, no. having to have a conversation where you're like, uh, yeah, no, huh, yeah, what, huh? This music's loud, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. It's just like I, I yeah, it's just like that's it's just like that's not and then driving there, then it's like, oh well, right. you know, I, I don't know, it's just it's just all that ruins, it's ruins fun- the vibe. It's so funny though, dude, cuz I feel like if we were to pull like men and women, right? And I'm talking more like, you know, your straight men and women, right? If we were to pull them, I would guarantee you most guys, definitely the majority of guys would be fine with what we're suggesting, like staying at home, Doing something like that. I would argue, though, a lot of the female friends that I have, a lot of them are like, oh, I want to go out somewhere nice. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like the expectations might be very, very different. What what people might think is because like the other thing is, is I could easily see some people be like, oh, you're just going to make me a meal at home. You know what I mean? Like yeah. try to go that route where it's like, oh, you, you're not going to take me out. I'm just going to clarify. That's your experience because that has never, ever been my experience. Well, maybe I do need to learn how to cook then, Jared. <laughs> I don't know what you need to do. I'm just saying <laughs> I, I can't co-sign that at all because that's never, ever been my experience. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but, you know, well, I've Jared, watched sitcoms I, before. You know, I'm a big fan of King of Queens. I understand. Right. I understand what you're talking about. I get it. I've seen I've seen sure. TV shows. And that, right. that's the stereotypical you know what, though, expectation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what is the uh, the way you know if you've got a keeper uh, when it comes to Valentine's Day, Jared? 
uh, if they totally disregard it <laughs> altogether. That's how I know. Uh, uh, well, that that's one way. Uh, if you walk outside in the morning and there's a uh, fresh new Hellcat in your driveway, oh yeah, that's the that's ultimate how you way. know. I don't. Uh, that would that would <laughs> creep me out, bro. That would creep me out. I would drive it once or twice, and then maybe just once, just to enjoy that Hellcat power. And I'd be like, I can't take this, and I think we need to break up. <laughs> There's no. Okay, well, could you, you heard accept it first here, ladies? Don't buy Jerry. Could you, a would you accept a Hellcat from a significant other and remain in a relationship with that person? Sure. Why not? If if we have a good relationship, why not? I need to be if married. She wants to. Sp- I need to be married to that person. Like if my if my if if my mom were to buy my dad a Hellcat, I mean that'd be hilarious. But um, to see my dad that in a Hellcat. <laughs> Um, That'd be awesome, dude. That would not be weird to me because they have shared finances for you know thirty plus years and and all that stuff. Sure. But if I'm in, if I'm in like a if this is my girlfriend or something like that, no. Mm-mm. Also, how does that work? Now, do I have to pay the insurance for this? Because that is now, you know, my Chevy Volt insurance is uh, you know a hundred bucks a month, and now it's my insurance is five hundred dollars a month. <laughs> right so how do i uh, how do you expect me to account for that are you paying for that do i now have to just have this giant uh extra like extra charge on my monthly nut it's just like so it's like I, it's, True. I, I i i would never i would never that would make me so uncomfortable so uncomfortable that's fair yeah that was more of a joke more than anything but um wait so when you when anyways, you said you would I take wanna, one you wouldn't you you don't think you would Oh, I'd take it. Hell yeah, I'd oh, take okay. it. Why so not? it wasn't a joke. Well, I mean, it's... Well, let's be honest. Who's going <laughs> to actually get somebody a Hellcat? Uh, unless you're, like, really, really rich. Um, well, I was serious. But yeah. I wouldn't take one. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm I not would take it. If, if they were no. like, here's a Hellcat, I'd take it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jared, we've talked about some Valentine's Day <laughs> My, traditions. I remember when I was a, a kid. Little bit. I remember when I was a kid... Um, that was complicated, but this one this one little kid gave me this uh, like a G Shock watch as a gift, and okay. and my parents were like, "No, mm-mm, take that back, no," mm-mm. and that was probably like forty bucks. I mean, you know, forty bucks was probably a lot back then, but maybe that has been so ingrained in me where if I think of someone drops a Hellcat into my driveway, I'm like, "What the hell am I supposed to do with this?" So wait, what, what the happened? Hellcat am so I supposed you to took do with it this? back, and then what? And that was the end of it. It wasn't mine anymore. When you say took it back, did you give the gift back to him? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Did you return it at the store? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> you think they gave me a gift receipt as well? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, Jared? Who knows? <laughs> well, dude, we've talked a little bit about some Valentine's Day traditions in the States. I wanted to bring up some around the world as well to see if maybe maybe we can find a travel destination, Jared, where mm. we can celebrate Valentine's Day and maybe enjoy the local traditions a little bit more. So my first one for you is uh is in france this is kind of a funny one jared so i don't know if you've heard of this before and i actually don't think this is a thing anymore but there was a traditional valentine's day event in france called loterie de amour or the, drawing for love yeah men and women lottery. would fill what that's what that's the love lottery is what you just said yep yep uh and men and women would Which fill is... houses that fate what? sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead Men and women would... F- I mean, do you know what this is? I'd never heard of no, this No, go before. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, men and women would fill houses that faced one another and then take turns calling out to one another and pairing off. Now, here's where it gets a little twisted, Jared. Men who weren't satisfied with their match could simply leave a woman for another, and then the woman left unmatched gathered afterwards for a bonfire. During the bonfire, women burned pictures of the men who wronged them and hurled swears and insults at the opposite sex. The event became so uncontrollable that the French government eventually banned it. I mean, that sounds like a good time. I'm not going to lie. That, that like does sound like time. fun, doesn't it? That's like real-life Tinder I, to some degree. <laughs> I heard nothing wrong there. <laughs> that sounds like a, I think a that good old-fashioned good one. time. Right? Although I right? could imagine... Yeah, got a bonfire? Yeah, I could imagine the bonfire getting out of control. Oh, for I sure. I can't imagine many places yeah. in Paris conducive to a bonfire, for example. Just period at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of an interesting Valentine's Day I love uh, tradition that. from France. I love that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I thought that one would be kind of interesting. I mean, but of course, the, the only fo- thing that's annoying, of course, it's like the only the dude can can drop. So if the woman's dissatisfied, it's like hey, that's it. That's that's the draw. Patriarchy, bro. That's the draw. And I think it would be better if both could drop, and then they both sort of. Although then I guess maybe it would get a little complicated. And then they have to go after their own separate camps because they wouldn't can't just be like yelling slurs at each other from can't across be a bonfire. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or maybe that's the second <laughs> chance for love. They curse all the people that rejected them, and then they have a second chance for the reject, the reject fire oh, there or we something. Go. It's like the the toilet bowl in the like a sports bracket kind of. <laughs> yeah. You know, you lost, but you're in the yeah, loser's bracket, and then you meet somebody in the loser's bracket. Or third and fourth or whatever. Yeah. Not second. Exactly. Third and exactly. fourth. Fifth. Well, here, here's one for you, Jared. This is interesting. This is in South Korea. So Valentine's Day is a popular holiday for young couples in South Korea. Does involve KFC. And uh, there are actually variations. Does what? involve KFC. Uh, no. Okay, okay, okay. It does not. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. I thought maybe KFC um, branded it somehow with some, like, love chicken bucket or something. Right. Uh, that would be Japan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Uh, so South Korea, uh, there are variations of this holiday, and they're celebrated monthly. Listen to this, Jared. Celebrated. So they don't have one Valentine's Day. They have a different theme Valentine's Day from February through April. That's so too three long. months. That's February, too March, long. April. And listen to That's this, too Jared. much love to The gift-giving starts on February 14th when women will woo their men with chocolate. Chocolates. Sorry, every time I see chocolates, I think of that SpongeBob episode. Uh, so the women first woo the women on February 14th women with chocolates, candies, and flowers. Or thank you. Thank you. Yes, the women woo the men. Then the tables turn on March 14th, which is a holiday known as White Day. Uh, don't think of it that way, Jared. It's not It's not a white supremacist <laughs> yeah. holiday. Uh, white I'm going to stay inside men, on that day. <laughs> right? Right? Exactly. People are coming out with sheets on their heads. What's going on? No, sorry. Wrong country. Wrong yeah, country, Yeah, that's folks. where we talk um, about our love for our race. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay, so March 14th is a holiday known as White Day when men not only shower their sweethearts with chocolates and flowers, but they up the ante with a gift. Uh, and those for uh, and those for uh, or, sorry and for those who don't have much to celebrate Wait, on either so the Valentine's women give day, a gift on that day. No, the men. Oh, I see. White day is oh, the men. I see. So the first I, oh. one, Valentine's so day, the is women, women gave like the chocolate. Then the men. So the men up the ante from what yep. the women give. I see. I see. I see. I got gotcha. you. Yep. 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 There you go. Exactly. And then for those who don't have much to celebrate on either Valentine's Day or Hot Day, singles awareness. There is a third holiday. Black Day is the last holiday, Jared. Black Day on April 14th, it's customary for singles to mourn their solitary status. So this is Singles Awareness Day, Jared. To mourn their solitary status by eating dark bowls of, I'm going to say this wrong, um, jajangmyeon or black bean paste noodles. So can you imagine just crying eating these black bean paste noodles? I can imagine like a cold noodle. What? Mourning. Hmm. I, I resent that. Mourning their, their singleness, I resent I guess. that. So there you go. Well, Jared, this is a holiday that, unfortunately, I did not get to celebrate in China, but the uh, story is still pretty interesting. So the equivalent to Valentine's Day in China is called, I'm sure I'm going to say this one wrong as well, um, Chushi, uh, or Seventh Night Festival, uh, which falls on the seventh day of the seventh lunar month each year, according to Chinese lore, um, Jinu, a heavenly king's daughter, and Niolang, a poor cowherd, uh, fell in love, married, and had twins. When Jinu's father heard of their marriage, he sent his queen to bring Jinu back to the stars. Upon hearing the cries of Niolang and the children, the king allowed his daughter to meet once a year on this holiday. So here, during this holiday, Jared, young women prepare offerings of melon and other fruits to Jinu in hopes of finding a good husband. Couples also head to temples to pray for happiness and prosperity. At night, people look to the heavens and watch as stars Vega and Altair uh, come close during their star-crossed pair's annual reunion. Oh, man. I look. For, I, I would love to be at a place where I this committed to finding love, to where I'm like... Right? Cutting out melons is an yeah, offering to find yourself a good, a good wife. Yeah. Right? exactly um yeah i mean it's just so funny though how each like so many different countries have their own spin on valentine's day um it's it's really interesting um let me let me give us one last one which is brazil 
And this one does not actually happen on Valentine's Day. Uh, the Brazilians will skip February 14th, and they'll actually celebrate Dia dos Namorados, or Lover's Day, on June 12th. So just in case, Jared, if you want to go to Brazil, June 12th is the day you need to get there. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a couple days early. In addition to the usual exchanges of chocolates, flowers, and cards, there are music festivals and performances. This sounds lit, dude. Music festivles and performances yeah. held I throughout the country. Gift was, giving. I could have told you it was going to be a party as soon as you said Brazil. That's true. <laughs> I knew that. That is true. <laughs> right. But this is what's kind of cool about this one, Jared. In Brazil, people celebrate this day of love by exchanging gifts and sharing dinner with their friends and their relatives as well. Like so it's that. not just limited to couples. So I like that, too. It's weird in the U.S. how we kind of group love into different categories, right? Like, well, there are why different... does love have to be your your partner, right? Love can I mean, be your parents, your friends. That's That goes back to the beginning of language and time. I mean, in Greek... There are multiple different words for love that refer to different those different styles of love that you were just talking about. So they, they do mm -hmm. do that. But I yeah. think it's the idea of loving one's friend is not as, uh, or family, is not as cherished here in the U.S. as it is in other countries. Right. I'd agree with you. But yeah, yeah, there are multiple words for love. And, think, and there's a lot of different languages where they differentiate different types of love. But yeah. we just got one word in English. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's, it's Yeah. But I have to say, though, Jared, uh, this has been a fun episode. I am, I've got to admit, though, I am so glad that I can just do whatever I want on my own Valentine's Day. Mm. Give myself, uh, you know, do some self-love. Maybe hang true? out with some friends. You mean that? You don't enjoy what? spending Valentine's Day? I do Day? mean that. You don't enjoy spending Valentine's Day with a significant other? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but I don't have a significant other, so it's okay. you know. Sure. But I don't know, man. It's this year is weird, though. Like, you, I think in the past I would have actually been sad about not spending Valentine's Day with a significant other. This year, I'm actually pretty happy, dude. Mm. Don't have to buy any roses. <laughs> don't need to make any dinner, dinner reservations. Uh, like I said, probably gonna hang out with some of my buddies, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do Valentine's Day, I guess, kind of Brazil style. Have our have our own little party. Have you gone out on Valentine's Day before? Like uh, to dinner? Not in a long, long time. I don't know if it's I've ever done time. that before. I don't know if I've ever done that before. Maybe in high school or something, maybe. I don't know. I think I was in grad school the last time I went like out on like to a restaurant on Valentine's Day. I definitely haven't done it post college for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's sorry. I'm I'm done. You can close out the episode. Alrighty, well, let us know what uh, some of your favorite or least favorite Valentine's Day traditions are at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram and YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. Slide into those DMs, especially on Valentine's Day. I know Jared's waiting for some cute Valentine's Day tweets at untranslatable1, the number one. And also, please, five-star reviews on iTunes. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias. Shisha and Das Vidanya. I was going to play the Yas drop, but I haven't hit the drop since so long. I can't remember which one it is. I don't want to mess it up. You betcha. Mama Hoo Spread it on the Wow. What? Where would it be then? There's nothing to do with the Sasha. I'm hearing them all at once. I feel like this is what this many fun This must be what it feels. Jesus, bro. You're Talk about a serious mindset. Must have taken it out. I took it out of the top board. Because it's none of the other ones. I took it out. I guess you need more options on your soundboard. Yeah. Because that was a shit ton of drops, dude. Yeah, because I have it set up where it's like, after I played the first couple, I was like, well, there's no way it could be in there because I have them color coordinated and mine are certain color. The born me. Yeah, so that would be mine. But you remember what that means in Czech? Yeah, like excellent or something like that, right? Very good, dude. Yeah. Very good. The born me. Parada is actually excellent. Born is like great. But the, I mean, they're pretty much the same. Oh, that was a lot.